Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Before we start with our usual presentation, I wish to tell you a story about a poor mother and her son. What is this accent you're doing? Who awakens a terrifying demon by calling out his name. And what makes this even more terrifying, to defeat the demon, the mother must lock it, it away usually sound like in this, a folks. basement and feed it insects. How delicious. And if you didn't want to know that frightful fact, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that, my precious fellows, is a spoiler. Okay, what are you doing? What accent was that and who are you being? It was supposed to be Vincent Price, but what? it just turned it, into... a uh, French Vincent <laughs> Price? It turned into Dracula. <laughs> that was Dracula. <laughs> Okay, it didn't sound like either of those people. It sounded like happy, happy. Hey, <laughs> when you do, it was because what? So I was like, I was like, we were doing ball rat impressions. <laughs> I was practicing my like Vincent Price the whole way here, and I was like, I got it down, I got it down. My French Vincent and then, Price, and then and then we started doing ball rat. That's all I could think of. I was and that like, didn't sound like ball rat either. <laughs> but I was trying to get away from ball rat. Anyway, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome to the show. It's our spooktacular Halloween episode. Mm. So this is actually coming out on Halloween, uh, if you're listening to this way off in the future. And the movie that we're here to talk about this week is one that I actually got the title of wrong last week. I called it Come and Play, but it's actually... It's a better title. It's actually called Come Play, yeah. which is a little bit of an awkward title. Yeah, um, if you're immature, if you've got the mind of like if, an eight-year-old like Maddie D and I. If you're Googling it, probably say Come Play Movie. Yes. 2020. Yes. Yeah, I'd probably pro suggest that. there. Why did they call it Come Play? Why didn't they call it Come and Play like I accidentally called it last week? That's a, a much better title and it makes much more sense. And you can't take it out of context like us juveniles and giggle about it behind the scenes. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to one of our shows before, <laughs> wow, you're in for a doozy this week. Because uh, what we typically do is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster or in the circumstance uh, a movie. And we break down everything that appears in the trailer, the poster, all the promotional material we can get our hands on. We predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. And this week is no exception. What we usually do is we'll go away and come up with our plots individually. But this week, Matty D and I have decided to team up and dissect the plot of Come Play together. We're Come Playing together. Wait, no, don't say that. Playing with Come together. No, stop. Stop. That's the end (laughs) of those jokes. No more French Vincent Price accents. No more... Come play jokes. I'm sick to death of it. And I don't want to subject the audience uh, to it firstly, anymore. Firstly, I tried to do something different for our Halloween episode. Secondly, it's not my fault. They titled it this movie. Yeah. They, they, this is the title of the movie. It's well, their fault. Well, since it's a movie involving children, I don't think that was intentional. One child. Oh, actually more than one There's child. a few children. We'll talk all about it. Now, if you haven't heard of Come Play before... Oh God, I'm never going to be able to say it without thinking... Okay, sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Right, let's, let's move I on. I apologize. If you haven't heard of this movie before, I'm not at all surprised, but it is actually based on a short film called Larry, which came out in 2017 and directed by the same director of this movie movie, Jacob Chase. And now you and I have actually both watched this short film now. Mm, yes, we have. We had no idea it was actually based on the short film until just before we started recording. Yeah, we looked at the director's previous works and saw yeah. that there was a short movie called Larry. We were like, that's kind of a coincidence. A coincidence. And then turns out it's it, not. Turns out uh, it's very 
very much based on what this movie is. That's right. Can you walk everybody through what that short film was based on and how it might differ or is similar to the movie that we're talking about this week? So it follows a guy who's stuck in a, a booth. What are those things I don't for? think he's stuck in it. It's well, a parking works. attendant yeah. booth. So he, that's where you go to pay when you park in a parking lot. So he works in this booth. He's alone. It's dark. And he starts reading some weird, creepy stuff on the internet about a creature called Larry. He's doing yeah. it for fun. It's and like all a of children's sudden, book. Some weird stuff happens in the distance, in the dark. Yeah. Larry starts. A little skittering him. man, which you laughed out aloud. <laughs> it was a little bit creepy when it was in the shadow, yeah. and then when it started walking around, it was the most ridiculous <laughs> thing I think I'd seen all day. He does the high knees. He does high knees like <laughs> I do at the gym. Yes. <laughs> I hope he does when, that in the actual movie. When I'm doing when I'm doing a pump class, <laughs> it's like high knees with my leg warmers. Yeah, anyone who follows this show for a while knows how I feel about horror movies. Yeah, he's a big fraidy cat. Yeah, so I am, aren't I? So he um, was a little nervous watching this short film as well, but, but it turned out he had nothing to be it, scared of. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. So maybe the movie will be the same. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to watching it either so way. The button on that short film was that Larry the monster basically just sort of it's like a face app effect sort of comes out of the iPad at the end of the movie and it's not at all convincing and it wasn't at all scary either. Mm. I think the scariest thing in that whole short film was like a woman laughs really loudly (laughs) (laughs) and startled Matty D. Yeah. um... And so what do we know about this upcoming come play movie so far? Okay, which, which movie were you talking about? Um, so there are, there are right. two trailers uh, that we know about so far. That's all I can find, right? I've only watched yep, one, right. one trailer. and well, two trailers. There is another trailer which you showed me that I was unaware of. and Which is basically just a redo of that short film. Pretty much what we can ascertain is it follows the story of a child with autism, his yep. parents, him having his struggles, I think, starting a new school. I guess we can talk about it. but yeah, maybe. Essentially, he's playing on his mobile device, his iPad. Yep. And, and he's got a mobile phone too. Yep. He's got all the technology. He's a very Which, spoiled child. Well, well he, he has autism. He uses it to communicate. That's so, right. But he kind of comes across a, a figure, a presence, a monster that is seen through... Just through the apps. iPad. Yeah. <laughs> seen <laughs> through, through the, through the phone apps. camera. And it starts to stalk him. And it's this creature called Larry who wants a friend. That's the thing that keeps... Yep. I think it wants the child specifically. It wants the little boy specifically, but it seems to attack other people as well. I suppose we'll break it down as we talk about the movie proper. But yeah, so it's a technology monster. Oh, we love those movies. They always age really well, don't they? Mm, Movies mm. about technology, current technology specifically. Yeah. Now, a little thing uh, that I I found interesting, someone told me that Apple has something in their contract to say that there are no bad guys that can ever use Apple products. Really? But I guess that's not going to affect this movie because it's just the child that seems to use it. Do we know it's an Apple iPad? Did you see the Apple logo logo on the back? But so going it could, forward, it could just be a generic iPad. Going forward, that can help us with predictions. So if they use an iPad, like an iPad or an you know an iPhone, then they're well, you know, goody. I don't think the monster's going to use the iPad. <laughs> Imagine think, if he did. Think, yeah, that'd be great. Well, he's technically using it. Yeah, yeah, he is using it in a way, but I don't think he is, you know, holding it and operating it in the way that Apple mm. would deem inappropriate for their products. Yeah. Now, I thought that this movie was actually going to come out on VOD. I think I say this every week and most weeks I'm wrong. I thought this movie was going to come out on VOD, but it's actually coming to cinemas and it's going to be in cinemas on the day that this episode is released. So we always record our episodes a week in advance, so that gives me a week to get it out there. But on the day that this episode is released, you can literally walk outside, go to cinemas and watch this movie that we're talking about. Yeah. So we always like to point out when the movies that we've covered come to cinemas. So if you want to put this prediction to the test, after you listen to it, you can go and watch it and spook yourself this Halloween night. Or you can watch the movie and come back and listen to us. I think you said as well off air before the show that the movie is going to come to VOD as well. Mm -hmm. 
after a brief yeah, cinematic so. release as well. Yeah. So you might be able to watch it in the in the coming weeks on video on demand as well. You can spend thirty dollars on this. If you don't want to go outside, which is completely understandable, yes. you can watch it in VOD. Yes, that's exactly right. Now let's talk about who's in this movie. There isn't a very extensive cast list in this movie. My guess is it's a lot of no-name actors, but the actors that we do know, the first one credited, playing the character of Sarah, is Gillian Jacobs, mm. who I think most people will know from Community, Community but she yeah. was also in Hot Tub Time Machine too. apparently. Was she in Hot Tub Time Machine? Do you know her from anything else, Maddie D? I'm not really familiar just with Community. Just Community, yeah, just Community. I haven't watched the show at all. No? I think I mentioned that it was on in the background and I heard a few episodes while I was working, but yeah, I'm not familiar with this actress at all, really. I mean, she's good in a comedy space. Spot. It's really. How fun. do you reckon she'll go in a horror movie? I think she'll be fine. Yeah. Everything I see in the trailer looks like she'll yeah, do she a looks good fine job. in the trailer. And playing her husband Marty. Do we know this? Yeah, Is that well, a fact. She refers to him as dad in the trailer, so it's not obviously not her dad. Well, it might know. be a new dad. Well, he what's the seem, context of her? Comment? I don't know why, but just <laughs> in that in that brief right. two minute trailer that we watch, or the two minute short feature where we see him and Oliver, who is the child, by the way, interacting with each other, they don't seem to know each other that well. Or so I'm guessing he's like a new dad. I didn't. I thought he might have just been Sarah's boyfriend early on, but when she called him dad, I was like, wow, what's going on? What's the relationship with these two? Well, he's in. The child is in the phone booth with him. It's not a phone booth. Sorry. A parking booth. Yes. Or whatever with, with him. So I don't know why else he would be this child. He's babysitting. He's babysitting yeah. in a parking booth? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Why not? He's a terrible father, boyfriend, parental figure, whatever he is. He doesn't seem good. No. But anyway, so Marty is being played by John Gallagher Jr., who was in the movie Pieces of April. And for any comic book fans out there, he was in Jonah Hex, that amazing movie. Oh, was he? But he's probably best known for playing, I think he was the lead character in Spring Awakening, the original production of that Broadway musical, if you remember that one at all. Nope. What a nudity, sex and masturbation in that oh, one. Okay. So I don't know how much he got involved in that. If he's the main character, probably a lot. So a lot of people out there have seen a lot of John Gallagher Jr., presumably. Next up, playing our lead character, Oliver, is, ooh, forgive me if I get your first name wrong here, uh, Arzy Robertson. It's A-Z-H-Y. Would you say that, Arzy? I would probably have said it more wrong than you are, yeah, so. Yeah, you probably I'll would go with said asshole or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Now, Arzel sounds right. In the past, I've been mistaken when I see that actors haven't done too many works. I've said, oh, this is their first movie. But the last time I said that about a child actor, it turns out they were in Avengers Endgame. So... <laughs> <laughs> Arcee Robertson is probably best known these days as playing the son in Marriage Story, which, if you remember, swept the Oscars mm. last year. And I haven't seen that movie yet. No, I haven't seen it either, but he's on the poster, so he must be important. See, we watch so many movies for this show that I like miss things like Marriage yes. Story. Yes, we miss movies that people actually care about. And the last person I wanted to mention playing the school bully Byron, we presume he's the school bully because he doesn't look like a nice fellow. No, he doesn't. Is Winslow Fegley who apparently played Timmy Failure in a movie called Timmy Failure Mistakes Were Made, which I think was like a Disney TV movie or something like that. Right. It involved him on a Segway being chased by a polar bear, so <laughs> it looks like an interesting movie. Okay. And his name is Timmy Failure. Okay. Yes. That's such a Disney title. Yes, it is. So, should we get straight into what we think is going to happen in uh, this movie? Let's let's do that. How do you feel about this movie, by the way? Do you think it mm. all kind of makes sense or not? Because there's a lot of stuff that's happening. All right. I know you've got a lot in your mind. What do you think the overall message of this movie will be? So if you want to go that deep with it straight away. When I was away. looking at it, I was thinking, oh, it's just going to be a stock standard horror movie. But Which I, I still think it will be. I think it might be. Well, they're obviously playing to two things. The child that has autism and the misunderstandings around that. And also right. technology and technology's uses or 
maybe it's a message about you shouldn't let your kids use so much technology and shouldn't I, have so much screen time. I don't think so. I think it's going to be about people's connection, people connecting with other people. Right, so how does the monster fit into it? The monster might be a metaphor for people's misunderstanding about autism, I think. Right. I think you've watched The Bubbledook too many times and now you're trying to find deep and meaningful messages in your monster movies. I see a lot of similarities to The Bubbledook in this movie. Really? How so? Yeah. I mean, there's a storybook in this movie. There's a, an annoying child, presumably. Wow. Not a single mother. Not a single mother, but it seems like And then like there's a monster is. which you think is a metaphor. This dad... Spoilers for Bubbledook, by the on, way. Based on the, based on the trailer, this dad is very hands-off. Right, I, that's the assumption I get. I don't think he's, he's not a- around in the last half of the trailer, so I think yeah. we can make some we can make some assumptions there. So she may as well be a single parent, soon to be a single parent, <laughs> if the trailer is to be trusted at all. But what you think it's just going to be a straight monster movie flick? Yeah, it's going to be a straight up Halloween monster mash. I don't think there's going to be too much deeper meaning to be read into this. I don't know because they talk about oh Larry. Larry's the monster's name, by the yeah. way. Larry's this creature that's misunderstood. Um, everyone is afraid of him because he's different. And the only time Larry kind of attacks people is because they're scared of him. Right. Okay. I think you're onto something here, actually. Now so, that you put and it that's that way. what I noticed about the short film that we watched that this is based on is that it only starts attacking because the guy in the parking booth was afraid of him. And it fits in with, oh, Larry doesn't like the fact that people treat him because he looks different. You know what I mean? So do you reckon it's a metaphor for like the child wanting to make friends, yes. but because he's different, it's hard for him and then people see him as some sort of monster? Is yeah. that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Okay. I suppose we'll see right after this episode comes out, we can watch the movie and find out. So we don't have to wait very long at all to find out. If I don't know. Right I could it. see them going but in this direction. I suppose direction. it's one of those things where it's like open to interpretation. Right. I mean, with the Babadook, it was pretty obvious by the end of the movie that that was just uh, a metaphor, metaphor for grief, the grief monster that you try and lock away in the, in the closet and you if you feed it from time to time. And also her hatred for her son. Yeah, that's right. Now, fingers crossed that the child actor in this movie is nowhere near as annoying as <laughs> Noah Wiseman from uh, <laughs> the, the Babadook. Poor Noah Wiseman. Because um, there was something wrong with him as well. Yeah. Not that yeah. I'm saying that people with autism, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> no, no. But there was something not quite all the there. The character, the character. Yes, that's right, the him. character. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to go too hard on that. Because it seems like this Oliver in this movie doesn't seem to talk at all. No, he doesn't talk at all. He's communicating via his phone. And so if he doesn't have his phone or his iPad, he can't communicate at all. Which can't you talk. know that's going to happen. That's going to happen. There's going to be gonna a point. He's going to lose his phone. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, if he can only see the monster on his phone or iPad, then there's going to be a point where he doesn't want to keep it around anymore, yeah. surely. Also, some rules with the monster. I noticed that he affects electricity mm-hmm. and can travel through electricity or travel because of electricity or something to that effect. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think he only can move around through electronics. Right. At least there's a shot. There's a shot in the trailer where you see Oliver walking through like an electronics store and all these iPads and iPhones that are switched off just suddenly spring up to life as he walks past looking at his own device. So I think he moves around through electricity and I think at some point, I'm fairly confident in this detail, that Oliver's going to try and escape the monster by going to places where there's no electricity. Mm. I think the monster will start off only being able to be seen through electronics and then yep. come into the something, real world. Yeah. Which something is exactly causes what happens. Yeah, something is going to cause it to come into the flesh, but we can uh, discuss that as we go yeah. along. Well, that's part of the mythos, right? Is once you get, it's like the Babadook thing, right? Yes. Like one, once the monster forms a connection, he starts manifesting himself in real life and you can't get rid of him. He becomes yep. more and more present. Yeah, that's exactly right. And the yeah. more you're afraid of him, the bigger it gets and da, 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 I'm da, da. glad finally we've teamed up to do a plot and I'm so glad that we're on the same page for a change but okay alright let's, let's really break go it to down space. Oh, yeah, yeah I agree yeah. I agree but let's break it down sure. so how do you think this movie will open what will be the opening scene of this movie 
Typically, these kind of movies start with a scare, and I know that's, that's right. what you're going to say. But oh, come on! I you think, do this every time. I think that this movie is trying to give you, um, Maddie D. You're not following me, movie making rules you the here. Delusion of like safety, so it'll just be like, oh, this that's is not a, the point of this horror is a movies, regular. This is a regular family. This is you know, and put people at ease and make people forget they're watching a horror movie, and then the horror stuff will start. So I no, no, they never do that, Maddie D. They uh, never well, ever. Do that. They might be like every time we talk about a horror movie, you say every time, oh, it's not going to start with a scare. All of your horror movie plots never start with a scare. I've never seen a horror movie that doesn't start with a scare. Never in my there life. There is always a chance they'll be different, and this might be the movie that no, they do that. No, I don't agree. Wow. <laughs> Did we just say that we're finally agreeing? <laughs> we start doing about the plot, we instantly don't agree. All right. How okay. are you going to fit a scare in in the first you opening? You could do it easily. You okay. could do it so easily. Pitch me your opening scare. So I think maybe the movie will open up with the child doing the iPad scare in his room. There's a scene in the trailer where we see him spinning around in his room with like a looking at a face app app on his iPad Mm -hmm. is making his face the skeleton face Mm -hmm. and then suddenly we see that the face app detects a face in his cupboard Mm -hmm. which he can't see in real life and it gives it the skeleton face as well and he's startled by that and then he jumps into bed covers his his face with the sheets and then has presumably has nightmares because he thinks he's being attacked by the monster and then his mum comes in and settles him down I think that's how the movie will open he also sees a hand under his bed yeah that's right flips through his phone camera okay I agree with that I think that's a good way to start it and this has been going on for a while he has been having nightmares for a while which is why his mother takes him to a therapist and then we get a little bit of character background I think he's going to the therapist regardless. Yeah, okay. So we go to the therapist and she says he's been having these recurring nightmares about this Larry monster. Yeah. And then the therapist is going to say, look, it's just a manifestation. He's going to be drawing a picture of Larry while he's in like the therapist's yeah. office. It's just a manifestation of his uh, his insecurities. Is that yeah. what you reckon she well, says? Well, we hear the therapist say, is he, how's he going at school? And the parents he still are, doesn't have any friends. Still doesn't have any friends. So she's like, okay, well, that's what's going on here. He just needs to, I don't think the therapist will say he needs to be more social, but yeah, she'll just say, just give him time, he'll finally make mm, friends. Mm. She's saying, he's This is just something nervous. you can't force, mother. Don't try and force like an awkward sleepover or anything <laughs> later in the movie. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. I'm um, glad, I'm so glad because I feel very confident about this now. I also now think now that we talked it through, I also think it's going to be his first day at a new school, right? Yep, I think that makes sense, mm. or at least like the first day of a new year, yeah. It could be that he's going from primary school to high school, or however it works well, in the in the his, US. His parents, just based on their jobs, seem like they maybe don't well, have a lot of money. Yeah, we don't know what the mother's job is. No, we don't. Maybe she's a writer like the Babadook. But anyway, yeah, maybe. If you had to predict, what do you think Sarah's job will be? Something where she can't be at home. So yeah, or she's working nights. She's working nights. Maybe like a nurse. Yeah, I think that's a good a guess. Nurse. A night nurse. A night nurse. There you go. I like that a lot. And then the father obviously works as a... Marty. Marty. He works as a, a parking booth attendant, surely. Or maybe she has a different job. Maybe like a harder... A harder not, job. Not, not that being a nurse Because being a nurse is so easy. A night nurse is such <laughs> no. a breezy job. No, maybe... Yeah, maybe she's like starting off as a nurse. Okay, cool. Yeah. Maybe she's training to be a doctor, buddy. Maybe let's be is. more progressive here. Okay. And so let's talk about the parents' relationship. Do you reckon that Marty is a new dad? Like, do you reckon he's a stepdad, like we discussed earlier, or is he a boyfriend, or is he a longtime dad? Whatever. Longtime dad. My longtime dad. Longtime dad. I think that I'm a loving father and a longtime dad. Sarah. Sarah's the character's name. Yeah, that's right. I think Sarah's going to be very involved in Oliver's life. Going to be trying to help him. She's going to be making efforts to understand him, to help him out, to take him to like these ca- these counselors and things like that. And the dad's going to be very uninvolved and very like right. distant. And he's not. 
putting in the effort. So is it a new marriage like we discussed or is he is he always been his dad? Is he Oliver's biological dad? Well, they call him dad in the yeah, that's trailer. Right. But I always called my stepdad dad, so. Sure. Because he doesn't, I don't know what it is about it. I don't know why I'm getting this from the trailer, but I just seem to think that he doesn't seem to know Oliver that well. Well, it would certainly make it more lonely and isolating if it's just the mother and the son yeah. together and everybody else is kind of an outsider. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm happy to go with stepfather. Yeah, I feel like we're going not? to compromise. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Stepfather. Yeah. He's been around for a while. Yeah, a couple of years maybe. They're trying to make the relationship work. Yeah, I could totally see and that. And Marty's just like not really seriously into it maybe. Yeah, maybe. He He's just like, made, he came into the relationship for the sex. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, you have a kid, damn it. Damn it. I may as well stick <laughs> When we matched though. on Tinder, I didn't see you say that you had kids, so <laughs> I feel like I got a raw deal here. Anyway. That's why Larry is um, causing chaos in their family because everyone's swiping left on him. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's a completely different movie. <laughs> so, okay, so he's starting a new school. He's going from like primary school to high school or to junior high, whatever they call it, elementary to junior high. That's my guess anyway. Mm. And he doesn't fit in because he has severe autism. He has, what is it, non-auditory autism or whatever it is that yeah. you can't speak. I think the school will be very nice. Yeah. Be portrayed in a very positive way. A few kids will be... So We've got our school bully, Byron, who on Wikipedia was called Brian. So I hope you didn't call him Brian in your notes. No, I just called him school bully. Okay. He won't be too mean, I don't think. Yeah. So the teacher will come into the classroom and everyone will be on their mobile devices. And she'll say, put, put away put your, your phones. phones yep. And then the only one who doesn't come put away Come around with a box. Yes. The only one who doesn't put away his phone is Oliver because he needs it to speak. And he answers like a maths question. And he gets it correct. That's right. And Byron says, how come he gets to use his mobile phone when everyone else had to put it away? And of course, we have my favorite line from the trailer. I knew you were going to quote this line. The girl at the desk next to Byron says, he has autism, dude. He's autistic, dude. I love how they're just accurately portraying the kids, you know? Yeah, because that's how kids talk. Mm. Well, if it was real life, you'd be like, he has autism, dick face. <laughs> he has autism, school, anyway. simp. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because they're Zoomers, aren't they? They're Gen Z, aren't they? That's right. Also, I don't think it's a thing. I think kids use their mobile phones in school now. It's not like when we were young. Yeah, I don't know. I don't hang around schools like you do, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyway, I so, do my okay. research. what happens next? So we've established the school. He's picked on at school. His best friend is his iPad, who he just looks at all day. Uh, the other kids point and laugh at him. More Larry stuff. More Larry stuff. So do you reckon that the story will appear like as an app on his iPad? It just appeared there overnight. And he's just like, oh, what's this? And he sees it's a creepy storybook about Larry. And later on, he tries to delete it and can't. The phone says Larry just wants to be your friend. Right. So I think Oliver is going to use the internet, surf the net, as it were, to find who Larry is and finds this story. Right, okay. But it seems to be like downloaded onto his device. Oh. It's like a collection of pictures that you sort of like swipe through. Oh, okay. Well, so I think it'll be an app that you can't get rid of. It's like the Larry app. <laughs> it's Skype. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. And if it is an iPad too, they've got those annoying apps that you can't get rid of no matter how hard you try. Mm. So it's going to be one of those ones. It's like, I keep trying to delete it, but it won't Now that's away. a horror movie, an app yeah. you can't get rid of. Exactly, exactly. It's a real life horror movie that we live every day day all right so the app is downloaded and the parents will try to delete it at one point no no point. i think oliver will try and delete it at one point but he can't larry says no but yeah he starts reading the story and then obviously the lights start flickering in his home it's like nighttime or whatever and he's reading it as he's getting ready for bed he gets creeped out and stops reading it when the lights start flickering and then i think that's when he'll start to notice like through his camera on his phone shapes weird mysterious shapes of larry also the story will include him in but some we've way. already established that this in a vague been, way we've already established that this has been going on for a while so maybe he's just noticed weird 
occurrences, but it's only now that he's seeing the story and discovering that this creature is called Larry, even though we mentioned earlier that he knew that the creature was called Larry. Maybe he doesn't, at the start of the movie, know what Larry's name is. Maybe. He and knows maybe what it looks like, but doesn't know what his name is. And maybe it's more of a dream thing rather than actually manifesting in real life yeah. or through the iPad or iPhone. Yeah. But I guess Larry doesn't appear for the first time like properly until he reads the storybook, mm-hmm. which leads him to go, oh, I can't read this Some story. Some Babadook stuff. Yeah, I can't. Yes, there was, Babadook was in a storybook as well. That's what I said at the start. Oh, my when God. Like, when you're I, like, I completely why are you saying about that? Babadook all the time? It's like, because this is the same movie. Yeah, oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. I am an idiot. <laughs> so it's Babadook for the Gen Zs. Yeah, he, he shows the parents the story. You must at some point. Yeah. And like, or maybe oh, they find nice. it on his phone. They're like, what's, yeah, what's this? this? What's yeah. this eh? Well, I think soon after this, we'll have the I'll scene. tell you what would make it really scary. What's if, that? Um, if the app needs to be updated, like all the time, it's like updated. <laughs> and it just and... eats all his data. Oh, yeah. What a nightmare. You do not have enough storage to update this, <laughs> this, uh, this, this app. app that I can't get rid of and didn't want in the first <laughs> place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tell me about it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I think pretty soon we'll have that phone booth. Not phone booth. Now I'm calling a phone booth. That parking booth scene with Larry's dad. Larry's so dad. Parents are at work. <laughs> Oliver's dad. They can't get off. They can't hire a babysitter. So he takes him to work. Yeah. Marty's going to take Oliver with him to work in the booth. Mm-hmm. And they hang around. And, and maybe he's only coming in for a short time. So he's like, oh, okay, I'll take the kid with me. Yeah, that's right. The mum can pick him up after she's done. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And so Marty's trying to tell him, look, all these monsters that you have nightmares about and you think that you see around the house, they're not real. Do you think he'll be a jerk and like scare him? Nah, no. No, I don't that'd think be, so. That'd be, that'd be awful. That'd be, a, that'd be a jerk move. So yeah, he says, ah, don't worry about it, kid. Oh, something I just thought of as well. Don't worry about it, Ollie. I think I saw this in the trailer as well. I think Larry will talk through Oliver's speech, like, soundboard app. Yeah, that well, we see that in the trailer. Yeah, that's right. That's how we know his name is Larry. That's right, that's right. And he talks to Oliver through that app. Come play with me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just want to be your friend. So, we're in the parking booth. Oh, it says, do not tell anybody about me. And when yeah. he starts telling him, it's just like, oh. Wait, there was like an internet phenomenon called Mono. Did you remember this? It was kind of like a hoax. Oh, wasn't it Momo? Momo, that's yeah. right. Maybe The they- weird bird woman. Yeah. <laughs> The, the art project that they... I don't know if it was a hoax or what, what happened, but they, they said that they was, you know, appearing on uh, YouTube. So maybe no, it's like no, similar... what the deal with Momo was that if you got sent the picture, you had to complete a task and the mm. tasks were like really hard. Like it was being sent around like teenagers and the task would be like, oh, you have to cut off your finger or mm. otherwise Momo will come out and kill you. And the kids would get so freaked out that they would actually like cut off their finger or in some circumstances like murder other children. Mm. Like, you have to murder your mum or murder your, your best friend. But the whole thing was like, don't tell anybody, don't tell your parents, otherwise That's right. Momo will kill you. So yeah, maybe exactly. it's like a similar thing. Maybe Larry's like, don't tell your parents. Don't, or don't tell anybody tell about me coming into your room at don't, night. Don't tell anybody, Oof, otherwise... That's not a thing to make jokes about. Anyway. I will come for you. So... And he does tell his parents, so then it starts... Yeah, to- well, Marty finds the app on his iPad and it's like, oh, what's this? And Oliver is just like, oh, no, no, no. He can't say anything because he's not holding his iPad. Mm-hmm. And his dad starts leafing is this through. The, the, is this the creature that you keep having yeah. nightmares about? His dad starts leafing through the story. Creepy stuff starts happening. The yeah, lights go out. The booth. Yep, that's right. And he's like, oh, this happens all the time. Don't worry about it. Power outage. We work in a terrible parking lot. <laughs> they always have power outages in the middle of the night while I'm working here. And there's no cars. There's no cars. Yep. And then, of course, like we see in the trailer, he uses the, the camera to look around and see if there's anything in the dark. Of course, he sees a creepy figure stalking around. Comes out. Says, hey, what are you doing? Get out of here. Kid's yep. scared. But there's nothing there. He only sees it through the the phone and he goes, oh, okay, this is just some weird prank app. Mm -hmm. He doesn't believe it's a a, a real thing. Kids freak out. kids and your phones. And then the mum will rock up. The mum will rock up and startle them. Mum will rock up and be like, hey, what's going on? And they'll all jump. And and she goes, oh, I'm just here to pick up good old Oliver and take him home. Leaving the dad alone 
And then I think we see this briefly in the trailer, but I have a strong theory about this. I think well, he the ends dad, up in the hospital. The dad will be driving home yes. with his pickup truck slash ute, as we call it here in Australia. Strange occurrences start happening. Yeah. You might see something on the side of the road. He hears weird noises on the radio. Yes. And he's just like, what's going on? He starts looking around on his phone again, doesn't see anything. <laughs> and then while driving, he's looking around on his phone camera, turns around and in the, the tray of the pickup truck slash ute, that's where Larry is. Of course, Marty starts freaking out. He crashes the car, ends up in hospital, mm-hmm. ends up in a coma. Dad's out of the picture. When we get Sarah visiting the hospital, he says, Larry is real. Yeah, that's right. He just keeps raving about Larry. Freaks out Sarah. That's right. Now, when do we get to this sleepover? I think we should get to that pretty soon because I can't see too much happening. So Sarah's like, okay, he's had a bad experience. He's dad's in hospital. <laughs> yeah. What better time for there to be a sleepover? I tell you what, we'll invite... Maybe when she's picking him up from school one day, like a whole bunch of kids come running over and and, and like the bunch of bullies come running over and are talking to, to Oliver and the mum like, oh, are these your friends? And Oliver's trying to say no and all the bullies are like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely his friends. And she's like, oh, you didn't tell me you had any friends. Why don't you come over for a sleepover? Oh, <laughs> that makes me sad. Yeah, I know, but I think that's what will happen. Yeah, okay. So and she... the bullies are like, yeah, there are more opportunities to pick on him in his own home. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, it'll be something like... Like that, she'll decide to host a sleepover will be good yeah. for Oliver. I think maybe Byron will be mean, but maybe the other kids won't be so mean. Yeah. I think I just don't like bullying in a movie. Yeah, I, I think you that'll know? be a bit mean. Uh, so Byron will be the meanest by far, and the other kids are mean, but they're not that mean. Right. So they follow Byron. So they're all sleeping over. Like Oliver's on his phone. Yeah. I think Larry will start talking to Oliver through the app. And he's trying to like hide it from his his bullies, his friends, I suppose you call it, his sleepover buddies. He's trying to hide it from them. But then, of course, they see and get wise to it. And they're like, oh, what are you looking at there on your in your iPad? And they start looking at it. They Byron steal starts, his iPad. He yeah. doesn't want him to steal his iPad. Byron finds the story as per usual and goes, oh, what's this? Let me read it out aloud. Byron starts reading the creepy story Big out aloud. mistake. The lights start flickering. Now, the story will say something about them, Babadook style. So it'll be like, Larry doesn't want anybody else. Yeah, I don't want any friend. I just want you as my just want friends anybody else and i think as well cannot be that larry can only appear if the story is read from start to finish that's what my theory is is that why he hasn't appeared before because that's why he hasn't appeared because yeah yeah, oliver didn't finish reading the story and the dad he can't can't the dad didn't finish reading the story either right so he's there but he's invisible do you mean you have to read it aloud or you have to read it in your head either or you either read it aloud or you read it in your head from start to finish so lights flicker they've never finished the story things start happening the other kids are like oh stop reading the story byron but he keeps reading it anyway yep they see stuff in the mobile device yeah. Other kids I don't like, think Byron will finish reading the story because I keep going to call him the Babadook Larry doesn't appear to the kids physically but he is there in some sort of invisible presence starts tossing kids around the room so I think Byron will be interrupted because he's grabbed by Larry Larry's like I don't want you to read the story yeah, and then obviously all the kids start freaking out. I think the mum, Sarah, will come running down the stairs and be like, what's going on? And I think Byron will be traumatised because there's a scene where he's, he's like his brain's been fried and he's just raving mm. about Larry. So mm. I think Byron will be completely brain-addled by Larry. Yes. And he's basically institutionalised. He's, he's not a bully for the rest of the movie because he's just brain dead now. And this is when Sarah starts to take the whole thing seriously. Yeah. She's adding it all up. She's like, something's trying to get my son. Yeah. Counselors, therapists are saying... Maybe the other parents, the parents of the bullies, will blame Oliver for what happened to, to Byron and the boys. They think that Oliver did something, like he pulled a knife on them or something, or did something to freak them out. Them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that'll happen so... Or he's school... telling his stories about Larry. Yeah. And then the school will suspend him. There you go. There you They're go. like, oh, you can't come to school anymore because he's... Uh, he's suspended for freaking out these other kids. Fits our theme. 
Yep. With misunderstandings. Yep, exactly. Wow, I really hope we're close because I feel like we're on the right track here. Yeah, I, I think so. So now there is a part in the trailer where we start to see what I think are the kids wearing masks. Really? I didn't pick up on that at all. Yes. How does that fit in? I don't know. That's what I was going to ask you about. Because I think that they're going to be affected so much that they're going to... Larry's going to not possess them, but make them do things that they become... I don't think the kids will be in the movie too much after Larry has sort of like traumatized them. Right. I think we won't really see them again outside of like Byron ranting. Because there's figures in this movie that are obviously not Larry. Because Larry's like this gangly, bent... Yeah, tall, skeletal, long-armed man, Lord Voldemort-looking. Yeah, thing. exactly. But there are these little things. They're kids. They look like kids, right? With, that have like weird smiley face masks, and it could just be Halloween, like an oblong head it's coming out on. Oh Halloween. yeah, it's Halloween, of course. And the kids just could be trick or treating and, and startle Oliver in a scene. But they're in his house. Really? Yes. Maybe they brought masks to the sleepover to startle <laughs> Oliver. Maybe it's a maybe it's a Larry that. influence. Anyway, it's Oliver alone with Sarah. Yep. Things are getting more intense. Larry's starting to manifest himself. He's yeah. walking around. I hope he does that. No, well, I think run. what will happen first is I think Oliver will get rid of his iPad. So at first he tries running away from all lights and electricity and electronics. So he goes out into the middle of a field near his house, but he's carrying his iPad with him because he takes that everywhere. But then he realized, hang on, this iPad is an electronic device. Larry can only speak to me through the iPad. So if I get rid of that, hopefully I'll get rid of Larry. Obviously that doesn't work because when he goes back to his house, the storybook appears on the family TV. Mm. And I suppose, like, <laughs> you'll come home. Oliver will come home. And his mum was like, where have you been? And he can't say anything. He just shrugs because he yeah. hasn't got any way of communicating. She's like, where's your expensive iPad? I paid over $1,000 for that thing. <laughs> what? An iPad? In 2020? Yeah. I, I paid I $15. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I'm not, I don't, I've never owned an iPad, so I don't oh, know really? how much they cost. Anyway. Yeah, she's like, what happened to it? And he, he's like, oh, he's a bit relieved because he's just like, oh, I got rid of it. So I can't, he doesn't say this, but we he writes know. on a notepad, maybe. Yeah. I can't hold my iPad anymore because Larry will get me. And she's like, oh, that's ridiculous. And then, of course, the storybook appears on the TV and Larry uses the, the I thought the we said we, she was taking it seriously at this point. Or has this happened before? No, no, no. Well, okay. She, she's taking it more seriously, but she's like, oh, what's, what's happening? What's going on with your iPad? Mm-hmm. Did you, why did you get rid of it? She thinks it's somebody. Yeah. Some troll. She thinks it's bullies from his school sending him. Sure. And then it starts showing text. up on the TV. Yeah, he's on the TV and it's demanding they finish the story. Exactly like Babadook, by and the because way. because it's the TV, they can't turn off the TV because it's standard horror movie trope. The story plays out in full, causing Larry to appear in the flesh. So mm-hmm. they hear a sound from somewhere else in the house. They hide. And then, of course, we see a physical Larry stalking around the house. She All has right. a knife. Yep. She realizes that Larry wants her son. Yep. Now, this is the part where I think we're going to have arguments. All right. How so are, how are they going to defeat? So, how are they going to defeat Larry? Are they going to defeat Larry? How are they going to resolve this whole matter? Mm. That's a good question. All right. Do you have any theories? I'm split because I don't think either they could go in the Bubba Duke direction where they just lock it in the basement and feed well, it occasionally. The whole thing is what if Larry is a manifestation of people's misunderstandings, other people who are. I've different, got an idea. I've got an idea. I'm sure you've got the same idea. Then, then you can't kill him. So maybe there's a way that we realize that the monster is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like a force of nature, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. But what what's your idea? So I think in order to defeat it, Oliver has to become friends with Larry. He has to accept Larry as his friend Mm -hmm. and then magically through him just being like, all right, you can be my friend. That will defeat Larry. So he really just wanted to be friends the whole time. (laughs) That's basically what I'm saying. Just wants to, Larry just wanted to play, (laughs) just wanted to play with Oliver. I hope the end of the movie ends. They play one game of Hopscotch, one one game of Monopoly. Larry gets (laughs) pissed and then he (laughs) he disappears. Yeah. 
Yeah, because he, he doesn't. Beats him. Oliver beats him at both games. Ol- Oliver has so many hotels on all the cool streets. Yes, yeah. just taking taking Larry's money, and Larry realizes it's not what it's cracked up. They to start be. a podcast, but yeah. it's really terrible because <laughs> Oliver can't talk. So Larry just feels like he's carrying the whole show. <laughs> Larry brings all the jokes, <laughs> and Oliver doesn't doesn't do any research. <laughs> so, oof. anyway, uh, what are, what are we saying here? Ken? No, nothing. Um, so okay. I don't think the movie will end with a montage of Larry and Oliver as buddies, but I do think it will involve Oliver having to accept Larry as his friend, and I think he'll just magically disappear once he's, like, he takes his hand, he goes, I'm your friend, he speaks for the first time. No, Sarah accepts him as his friend. Sarah accepts Larry as her friend, sorry. But Larry doesn't want to be friends with Sarah, he wants to be friends with Oliver. Larry wants a friend... And it'll be symbolic. No, it's got to be Oliver facing his fears. It'll be symbolic of Sarah. Oliver wouldn't be the main character if Sarah was suddenly like, oh, I'm here to save the day at the end. Yeah, but it's symbolic of Sarah being friends, being like understanding of Oliver. Oh, okay. No, I'm getting at that. Yeah. So what, you think Oliver will come out, speak for the first time? Yeah, he's got it, right? Or he can say, I don't want you. That's that's a bad thing. I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, exactly. I think he's got to accept him as his friend. If your metaphor, if if the movie is a big metaphor Mm -hmm. overall, I think Oliver's got to accept him as his friend because he really wants to be friends with Oliver. He accepts him as his friend. He starts talking. He's cured of his autism overnight somehow. No, I don't think they'll go that far with it. He'll just speak and say, all right, I'll be your friend. He takes the monster's hand. He takes Larry's hand. And that's what defeats him. That's what I reckon will happen. Yeah. So him being his friend is not going to mean that he's attached to him for life? Yeah. Larry is? No, he's not. So he's just accepting the metaphor, I suppose. Yeah, okay. All right. And then they... uh, I don't think they're going for an Oscar here, so I think they just need... Larry hangs out in the basement. Yeah, maybe. They just really rip off the Babadook, and so Larry is just there. No, uh, a lot of people didn't like... A lot of mainstream audiences didn't like or get that ending of the Babadook. Right. I mean, the critics loved it, and I think you and I loved it, but a lot of people like... I didn't like the Babadook. No, I mean that ending of the Babadook. No, I thought the ending was dumb. Okay, okay, fair enough. So, see, you're like, one I, of those I, people. I got, I got the symbolism of it, but like, I just thought it was silly. I think because it's a modern American movie, they've just got to have the monsters defeated in the end. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Then we end the movie with one final scare because, you and know, we like have to. We have to. The monster being Larry gets smaller or less intimidating. Yeah, weaker of course. Because they're not. Because they're buddies empa- They're not empowering it anymore. They're not endowing it with power. That's right. So he becomes friends, reaches in, holds his hand. Oh, yeah, that's what they're going to do. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're gonna, yeah. And, and that's then, how they um, defeat Larry. That's how they defeat Larry. And how will the movie end with one final scare? Because, you know, they've got to just do one final scare. So everything will seem happy and, and normal. Maybe there'll be a new person like Barry wants to be his friend. Uh-oh, here we go again. Unless it's a different character. It could be we... Yeah, Barry. He's a we go, no, we go to the hospital. Oh, we mean, can see... right. Uh, Marty lying there, lights flicker, can be Byron in hospital, lights flicker. Yeah, maybe. Then Larry's still... Well, Byron's pretty much brain-addled, I think we decided. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it won't have one final scare. Maybe they're like, yep, we defeated him, happy ending, goodbye. Everyone okay, leave. everybody's happy. She's pushing Oliver on a swing because they love doing that. Yeah, the dad's out of hospital on crutches, <laughs> standing phone, nearby. Phone goes off or something. Yeah, and there's and like a text message from Larry. It's... <laughs> Hey, long time no see. Yeah. Want to catch up? Yeah, want to hang out and watch a movie? <laughs> I like that. I think that'll happen. Yeah, I think I think maybe Sarah will see something on her device. So Oliver is free, but Sarah maybe not, and that's what yeah, we maybe. leave off. Maybe she pulls open the phone. Oh, and they see. They, she's taking a picture of Oliver on the swing, uh, and in the background, there's Larry waving. <laughs> Or he's just behind him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's it. That's, that's how the, it. That's, that's how the, the movie's going to end. We nailed it. Boom. Oh, man. man. Shock. 
We can watch this right now because the movie's out right now. Yeah. We can find out. I really don't want to watch it, but... You have to, Maddie. Uh-huh. Don't worry. You don't have to watch it until we cover it for actual spoilers. <laughs> so we've we pretty much nailed this plot, right? Yeah, I think... You're happy with I that? I think we got this movie. So there we go. So That was seamless. We like cooperated really well there. Yeah. We had a few fights, but it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Not too bad. I think we both have a pretty good idea of what this movie's going to be. But yeah. yeah, do you, dear listeners, have any ideas of what you think is going to happen in Come Play? See, I did it without being rude. I'm so proud of you. So you can send us an email with your plot ideas to potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com or you can leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook. Any one of those places you can tell us what you think is going to happen in this spooky movie. Yes. Or you can just send Maddie D a picture. Draw a picture of Maddie D and me in the movie Come Play. <laughs> Nothing too obscene, please. What? Not that sort of Come Play. You could draw a picture of me as Larry <laughs> and Maddie D as Oliver. Right. It'll be great. <laughs> Even though you don't know what we look like, really, except for Maddie D's. I'd drawings. like to know what people think we look like. Yeah, send us that as well. <laughs> what do we look like? Do you know? <laughs> anyway, you just so, have to get the six packs right, you know. Now that we've covered this movie, let's talk about what we're going to be talking about next week. Yeah, let's. We're doing another installment of actual spoilers. I think Halloween will be over by the time we get up to it. So well, we're hitting November, so. We're going to be talking out about. Out with the spooky, in with the action. With the kooky. With out the with kooky. the spooky, in with the kooky. And it's definitely going to be kooky next week because we're going to be talking about a movie we've covered in the past. And that movie is Rambo Last Blood, the final installment in the Rambo franchise. Who will be closer to the actual plot? We'll find out next week. Home Alone, starring Sylvester Stallone. That's that's exactly right. Home Alone with Sylvester Stallone. I love it. All right, so join us next week where we'll dissect Rambo Last Blood. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you, Vincent Price. For 700 years, I have served our master faithfully, enduring the agonies of the undead, the tortures of eternal servitude, obeying his every command, anticipating his every whim, his slave, his servant, never diverting from his purpose, devoted to that cause to which I have surrendered my mortality, condemning myself to everlasting torment in the presence of that great cause to which we, the undead, have all sworn our allegiance. I, a humble butcher, was chosen to lead us and have faithfully discharged my duties in his service for all of the centuries that we have dwelt in this place. And you tell me to piss off? You piss off.